If you're like most men in our audience, you're committed to becoming the man, husband, father, and leader God called and created you to be. But the truth of the matter is, you struggle with either finding the time or knowing where to start. That's exactly why I created the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint to give you a step-by-step, easy-to-follow guide to spiritually leading your family, even if you're a new believer. Now, you can't buy the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint, but you can get it for free by signing up for our free e-newsletter. By signing up, you will be notified anytime fresh content is added to my site, so you don't always have to visit my blog to stay up-to-date on the latest information. Now, to get your free copy of the Real Men Spiritual Leader Blueprint, just visit realmenconnect.com and simply enter your name and email address on the form on the page. So if you're tired of trying to figure it all out and fit it all in as the spiritual leader, provider, and protector of your family, don't miss your chance to discover how to be the man God called and created you to be. Sign up today at realmenconnect.com. Hello, Mighty Men of God. Joe Martin here, man builder, award-winning speaker, author, and Tanya's husband and Kendall and Faith's dad. Welcome to the Real Men Connect podcast where we help good men become great men God's way. Every Wednesday, we interview some of the nation's most respected and accomplished men of faith to find out what it really takes to become the kind of husband, father, and spiritual leader God called and created us to be. Today is the Real Men Check-In. The Real Men Check-In is just a quick way to help you start your week on the right foot in the right way. Every Monday, I share personal insights, encouragement, and support that will move you beyond church to real change. I keep it short, I make it fun, and then I'm done. So let's get started. Real men have faith in what God says, not in what they see. Now, I think that's worth repeating. Real men have faith in what God says, not in what they see. I was reading in Luke chapter 17 when Jesus was teaching the disciples about forgiveness, in which he made a statement in verse 4 that if a brother sins against you seven times a day, now that's a lot, (laughs) and returns to you seven times saying, I repent, you must forgive him. And to this, the disciples responded, Lord, increase my faith. Now, this is one of the few times I believe that disciples responded in the right way to Jesus. See, they knew that what Jesus was asking them to do to forgive someone who offends you repeatedly wasn't going to be an easy thing to do. It was going to require more faith than they thought they actually had. So they did the right thing. They asked Jesus for more faith. Now, in this case, Jesus was just talking about restoring relationships. But I believe that the faith that Jesus was requiring can apply to almost any situation we find ourselves in. You know, where we find ourselves needing to trust God for his strength, his power, his provision, his patience, or whatever P word you want to come up with. Think about it. Beyond having to forgive someone, what else have you been asking God for lately or depending on God for? Think about it. That's required you to have more faith than you think you actually have. Is it financial provision for something that you desperately need? Are you seeking him for supernatural healing? Is it a changed heart of an adult child or even an aging parent? Is it to get out of a bad job or get out of debt? Is it to save a failing marriage? See, whatever it may be, when you look at your situation and then you look at your faith, do you think you need more faith than you actually have? But what was strange to me after the disciples made this request to Jesus was Jesus' response to them. Now, he told them in verse 6, If you had the faith like a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea and it would obey you. Now in church, most of the time when we hear preachers refer to this verse about the mustard seed, usually they focus on and explain the size of the mustard seed and how small it actually is. Now I've been to church services where they actually let you pass it around and put it in your hand and it is very, very tiny. What they're implying is that we don't need to have huge faith, we just need to have some faith. And guess what? They're right. 
But I wanted to explore this from a different angle, as well as challenge you this week from a different perspective when it comes to examining our faith. Now, you have to understand, I read this scripture during my quiet time. So as I share this with you, I'm actually challenging myself this week. See, I believe the faith that Jesus was referring to has more to do with the kind of faith we have rather than how much and the size of the faith that we have. Think about it. According to Jesus, a small amount of faith as the size of a mustard seed can accomplish great things. But that's only if that small amount of faith is placed in a big, great, and almighty God. Do you see it? See, what matters most is what we put our faith in, not how much faith we have, which, by the way, is always enough. Now, let me say that again. See, we already have enough faith because we're believers. The Bible says in Romans 12, 3, that don't think more highly of yourselves than you ought to because God has given each of us a measure of faith. So it's not about the amount of faith that we have, but rather what will you decide to put that faith in? See, it's, the, it's about the object of our faith, not the lack of it. Now, I hope that this makes sense, but let me explain it to you in a different way by asking you a few questions concerning the object of your faith. Are you putting your faith in what you have? Now, I'm talking about your job, your skills, abilities, your list of contacts, your financial reserves, your friends, your family, or even your wife. Is your faith in what you have or is it in who has you? Now, I'm talking about the sovereign and almighty God who gave you the job, gave you the skills, blessed you with the ability, the contacts, finances, friends, family, and even your wife. Now, are you putting your faith in what you see? I'm talking about the debt that you owe or poor health that you may have, broken relationships, the pain and suffering that you're going through currently, what you've lost. Is your faith in what you see or is in what God said? See, God said, I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. He says, seek me first in my kingdom and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. He said, by my stripes, you are healed. Cast your cares upon me because I care for you. And are you putting your faith in what you think? You know what I'm talking about. I'm a bad person. I don't deserve this or I don't deserve it. Or I do deserve it because something bad that I did. I can never be forgiven for what I've done. I'm always screwing up. Is your faith in what you think or in what you know? Do you know that you're the son of the most high, that he loves you, that you're forgiven, that you're the righteousness of Jesus Christ? Now, after reading the scripture today, I had to face and confess some hard realities to myself. And I learned two things. One, I only need to have a little faith in him in order for him to do a lot through me. Well, let me say that again. See, I only need to have a little faith in God in order for God to do a lot through me. And two, I need to have faith in God who loves me, not just in what he can do or what he will do for me, but in him. See, faith is believing that God can, but trusting God is loving him even if he doesn't. Because like I said earlier, real men have faith in God and what God says, not in what they see. So that's the Real Men Check-In for this week, and I hope that it blessed you. And if you found it helpful, please share this episode with others, especially other men that you know who are struggling during this trying time with wondering if they have enough faith. Do they have what it takes? Because a lot of times people condemn themselves thinking they don't have enough faith. So maybe this episode might bless them. And guys, don't miss our regular weekly interviews on Wednesdays as well. And to make sure you don't miss an episode, please visit our website at realmenconnect.com and join our community of real men. We also have a couple of free gifts waiting there just for you. 
Also, I love reading podcast reviews from our listeners, and here's one of them. Now, this came from a female, and I always love female reviewers because they write such great reviews, and I think I might possibly know who this person is, but I won't put her name out there because, well, she didn't even list her name. She lists Chloe as Chloe's mom, but I think I know who Chloe's mom is. Check out what she said. I heard it said once that shame plus blame does not equal change. Amen to that. <laughs> said, never is that more true than in relationships with men. Having five brothers and several men, including an ex-husband of almost 18 years in my life, who were not shown the healthy path of manhood, I see and feel the damage, wreckage, and pain and the void of strong, positive, compassionate role models, what it has caused. We have millions of husbands and fathers who need to break generational curses and grow in wisdom, knowledge, and in truth to be the leaders of today and tomorrow. I am so grateful for this podcast, and I'm telling everyone I know to tune in. The time for shame and blame is over. The time for Real Men Connect is now. Wow, what a review, and thank you so much for sharing that with us. And guys, I encourage you to do the same. You know, each week I share a different one, so I, I pick them randomly. So if you leave a review, who knows, I might actually read yours on the air. But it goes so much deeper than just writing review and giving us a rating. Guys, it increases our rankings in the search engines so they can find us easily on iTunes and in any other medium that they're um, posting the podcast. Guys, this is not just a ministry. It's a movement. And I thank you guys each week for um, blessing us and blessing our listeners by listening because it keeps us on the air. So go ahead, take about 30 seconds to go over to iTunes and rate the program. So until next time, I'm Joe Martin with RealMenConnect.com reminding you that we are males by birth, but we are men by choice. So each and every day, choose to be the man God called and created you to be because a male is a terrible thing to waste. So until next time, stay strong, stay blessed, and as always, stay in his grip. Talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Real Men Connect podcast with Dr. Joe Martin. Real Men Connect isn't just a podcast. It's a mission, ministry, and movement to help good men become the great men God called and created us to be. And the best is yet to come. So if you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and leave us a review in iTunes. It really helps us to build the podcast and to reach, teach, and impact more men, all for the glory of God. And make sure you check out realmenconnect.com to get our free tools and resources to help you go from good man to great man God's way. Again, that's realmenconnect.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.